Hey, it's Chris Jones with The Jones Zone, and I want to thank you for listening to this episode of the podcast. Hey, real quick, before we get started, I have a favor to ask. If you've listened to the podcast before, or if you enjoy the episode you're about to hear, please like the podcast on social media, and please leave a review. Having listeners like and review the podcast is the fastest way for it to grow and reach more people, and we really want to share our stories with the biggest audience possible. Thank you. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by the Jones Own Real Estate Team. That's right. We sponsor our own podcast. So if you know of anyone looking to buy, sell, rent, or invest in residential real estate in the Charlotte, Fort Mill, Rock Hill area, have them connect with us on their favorite platform. Enjoy the show. It's Chris and Brian Jones, your real estate advocates, community connectors, talking Charlotte and York County area real estate, and interviewing business owners, entrepreneurs, and community leaders. Welcome to the Jones Zone Podcast. Three, two, one. Welcome to the Jones Zone Podcast. What's up, Brian? You know, you're 97 episodes in, you're getting the hang of it, man. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. Life's great, man. How's everything with you? Good, good. Um, getting up ready for Christmas. You got all your shopping done? Uh, no. Christian, you got all your shopping done? Uh, no. <laughs> I haven't done that. I was about to say, man, because I didn't tell you what I wanted. So uh, you, you have at least one more to, to get. All right, today we are here with Christian Fuentes from Paving Lives. So Paving Lives partners partners with businesses as their trusted marketing advisor to help them achieve success by learning, incorporating, and executing marketing strategies that will scale their business to the next level. These guys do branding, videography, photography, web development, social media management, and much, much more. Christian, welcome to the Jones Zone, dude. Good man, to thank have you. so much, man. I really so, appreciate it. That was a quick, brief introduction, man, but if you don't mind, um, share a little bit of your personal story and then some of your professional background. And then how you got into doing paving lives and all that? Well, just to start off, for, for me, uh, I was actually born in San Antonio, Texas, 1996, represent. What? So what year? 1996. All right, 1996 in December. Yep. He was born after Tupac died. He was not alive. That's right. He was not alive when Tupac was alive. That's crazy, right? He died Do you in know September. Who tu- you know who Tupac is? Oh, man. That's the man. Oh, I can't believe I this. I listen to him like every day. Do you really? Yeah, man. Well, Brian, you weren't alive when John Lennon died, so like, there's yeah, some people that, that think that's good. That's good. What? What? What'd you say? When John Lennon, like people when... said, that's fake. <laughs> no. What are you talking about? I'm sorry, I didn't hear what you said. I said you weren't alive when John Lennon was alive. Right. Yeah. So people might think that that's crazy. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And that's you know, and and that's one thing. We'll we'll get back to Christian, but real quick, like a big pet peeve of mine is when I like somebody younger than me, like I ask them if they've listened to the Beatles or who sings this song. The it's something like the Beatles or something. You know, Michael Jackson. I don't know. I wasn't even alive. I wasn't even born when that. You know, I wasn't born when when like. You know, Elvis Presley was singing. I know who Elvis Presley is. That's right, just a big... Yeah, when right. they use that as an excuse as to not knowing who sings this song or whatever. I right, so Christian, you were born and then what happened? Well, I was brought into this world, obviously. Um, but um, So, I was born in San Antonio, 1996. Um, so, my both my mom and my dad worked for the airlines, American Airlines. And uh, I was raised kind of in the hood, suburban area in San Antonio. There was a lot of gang violence and stuff like that, and drugs and... My parents just took it upon themselves to find me a better home to get a better education and, you know, 
they just decided, you know, let's move to South Carolina. You know, obviously taxes are lower and stuff like that. So they took it upon themselves and brought me down here to get a really good life and a better education to get away from all that. And uh, ever since, I've been living in South Carolina. Yeah, cool, man. So I've loved it ever since. What part of South Carolina did you move to? Or Lake Wiley. Like, like, so you went to Clover High and all that? Yes, or? sir. All right, cool. What year was that? When, in Clover High? Yeah, what year did you move here? Or did, how about what age? Did you I was less than one years old. Oh, okay. Yeah, Dang, yeah. so, so like, I was never really there. They made that decision pretty quick. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was a really rough area. Cool, man. Um, all right, so after high school, what did you get into after high school? Well, after uh, high school, you know, my stepfather, um, he was always in a contracting work. He's a general contractor. So, you know, I had experience doing tile, um, roofing, and stuff like that, all kinds of construction. And, you know, he was kind of like, man, what are you going to go to school for? And I was like, I don't really know. You know, I, don't, I had no really, during high school, I really had no idea of, like, what I wanted to do. Um, I had no really sense of direction. I was like, you know, I'm just going to get a job and I'm going to work a nine to five and that's just going to be it. I want to get a secure paycheck and that's it. Right. And, you know, I was like, you know, I'm not going to do that. I want to learn a trade. So I took it upon myself to go learn welding. So I did that, did it for about a year. And one day I just was in class and I was just thinking to myself, like, I just don't think I can do this anymore. Yeah. I, I just can't, you know, I was sitting there. My friends, you know, we were all in there and, you know, they were like, man, you know, you can just work 65, 70 hours a week. You're going to get all these big checks. You know, you're going to be working on oil rigs and you're going to do this. And you can do underwater welding. And I was like, yeah, but that's just not me. Yeah, that's I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that for the rest of my life. You know, most welders don't even last 10 years in the field. Really? You know, yeah. just, it just breaks them down, man. It just it kills you over time. And I was thinking, I got to figure out something that I can do that right now I'm in the best generation of all time. So I have to take everything I can and just put it to my best use. So I was like, I'm done. I dropped out of school. Uh, What'd your parents say? They were pissed. Were they? Yeah, I can see that. They were pissed. Um, my mom was very disappointed at first, and because I had really no, I had nothing after that. Yeah, you weren't sure what you were gonna do. You no, just I had nothing. Well. I just literally went in there and I was like, look, I'm done. And they were like, are you are you crazy? And at first, I'm thinking. I must be crazy, but I know there's a better opportunity for me out there. What got you interested in marketing and why'd you go that route? Well, you know, growing up, I was always really big into video games and I was always like big, like in adventures. I would always like to hike and I would always just adventures. Like, yeah. Man, like the Goonies. Yeah, man. This is always out there. Just, just, I just always have this thrill to go out and like want to do something like by myself and like learn different stuff. So a good friend of mine, a lifelong friend of mine, you know, brought me on with, you know, this marketing and you, when he first came to approach me, he was like, man, you know, you can build these little websites and you can help business owners you get better results for their business and they'll pay you. And I was like, there's no way, man. I was like, you got to go to school for that. You got to have a degree. And when he started showing me the ropes to it, um, you know, things just really just started to come together. And I was thinking like, man, this actually really works. And, you know, I started to stand up all day, all night, just doing this, like learning the process of how to do it. And I mastered it because I just would not stop. I was just so persistent with trying to learn this process. And ever since then, I've just stuck with it. It sounds to me like, I mean, it was something that you were interested in. So I just never wanted to, an obsession yes, type of deal. Yes, because I, like, I knew I could do it, but I just, I didn't know that I could really turn it into something big because mm. I just never wanted to make that jump. I was just so stuck on you know, like, man, I can just do something else, you know, like, I can just do this part-time, but, you know, then I just fell in love with it. You know, I, I never really fell in love with something until 
I found what I can do with marketing to help other people and their lives. So timeline-wise, you're 20 now. Mm -hmm. You graduated high school. I assume you were like 18. Yeah. So welding for just a little bit. And now you've how, – how long has Paving Lives been open or running? It's actually opened up in July. Okay. So ever since then, you kind of – just went for it then. Is that I when you got your first it. client and stuff? Yeah. I actually have three clients I'm working with right okay. now. Okay. Who are some of the, or, well, what industries are they in? I don't know if you're like. Well, actually, I'm working with uh, Keith at Lakeside Barbers, and I'm actually, I don't know if you know Tracy Luber's with the Swanky. Okay. It's actually a beverage tote. Um, you can have, you know, your wine in there, you know, your beer, whatever you want to do. Uh, we actually got them on Steve Harvey. Oh, got I them on a show with Steve Harvey. Um, they're my marketing, and their business is out the roof right now. They're doing insane results right now. I'm just so happy for them. Um, and I'm also working with Freehand Travel Caddy. Freehand Travel Caddy? Freehand Travel Caddy. Oh, what's that? So, you know, you're ever going to the airport and, you know, you just can't carry your coffee because you got something else in your hand, probably your phone, or you're just carrying your luggage with the other hand. It actually has a vein to where you can attach to the handle of your suitcase while it's rolling. And it, you can put your drink in it, hmm. and it's just going with you everywhere you go in the airport. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Because, you know, you don't got three hands, so... All right, so you open up this marketing agency. You have no clients. I mean, what, what's the first thing you did? You started calling people and saying? Well, I uh, actually first started doing cold calling. You know, I had no script. I had really, like, no idea what I was going to say. At first, I was just so nervous, you know, but it took it upon myself. I was like, man, I got to break out of my comfort zone. Yeah. So, you know, I've always been a firm believer, too, of, like, you know, if you read a lot of books, you know, that just helps you so much, man. What kind of books do you read? Uh, just entrepreneurship books. What's your favorite book? Uh, 10X by Grant Cardone. Oh, okay. Uncle Sell G, and be huh? sold. Yeah. <laughs> what's your other, what's your other, what's your top three? Put you on the spot. Besides the 10X. Robert Kiyosaki. Rich Dad, Poor Dad? Yep. Okay. Uh, 10X, Grant Cardone, and Sell or Be Sold, Grant Cardone. S Sell or Be Sold. Okay. Very cool. So, what are some of the services that Paving Lives, I mean, I touched on it a little bit, but what are some of the things that you guys actually do? Uh, we actually, we primarily focus on PR and social media. That's basically, you know, doing a lot of Facebook ads, retargeting. Um, through that, we also do click funnels. What that does is it, can, it converts a lot more leads to generate more traffic to their actual website to actually get proven results, whether it's, you know, a chiropractor. Let's say, you know, I can make a funnel right now that actually produces, you know, to where we can, you know, get them set up to an email subscriber list that automatically generates, you know, a specific date that they can actually get in and see the chiropractor, get them a specific deal. I don't care if it's 10%, 15%, or 25% off, or free x-ray and exam, um, stuff like that, you know, just so we can, you know, basically just give a customer an offer that they just can't resist. Like, they have to do it. They'd be stupid not to take it. They'd be stupid not to do it, exactly, yeah. I mean, because, you know, that's the thing, you know, there's so many businesses out there right now that are just struggling not seeing the big picture with that. You're right. You know, You're they're right. not they're not seeing that, you know, they can just do so What do you many, mean by a big picture? Like get them in the door and make them clients? Yeah, they just get them in there and close. You know, there's a lot of people that are just waiting for walk-ins. And you know what? And another thing that I've noticed a lot with local businesses that they should really focus on is that value ladder, you know, getting the client in the door. 100%. You know, offering them that free dental cleaning, free whatever, free x-rays, and then build their relationship with them, and then you sell them what they need, what they, you know, sell them what they need. 100%. Um, so, in terms of PR and social media, so this marketing stuff, mm -hmm. 
What's the difference between marketing and branding? I feel like that's a popular topic. I mean, what's what do you, what do you, what's your take on branding versus marketing? The biggest thing that I take from from what I my ideal of subject on branding is basically um, what I try to do. You know, to talk to business owners right now, especially with the ones I'm working with right now, that you need to be the face of your brand. Like you need to be the person that's going to go out and hustle. Because I hustle every day. I'm 24 hours a day. I'm on the go. But branding is the thing to where you need to be constantly on your Facebook, you know, either doing blog posts or you're constantly just trying to get a better offer for your customers. That's the biggest thing that I find with branding. You know, being strategic of how, you know, how you're going to go about and do things, but be also being, you know, the best at it. Um, how, you, you mentioned click funnels. How do you think that that has changed the way businesses are marketing? Like, what is a funnel, first of all? And then what is that system all about? Well, for the easiest way to explain it, what a funnel is, is basically it's it's basically a better website now of what it is. Because websites, they're they are good, but click funnels and these other funnels that are going out right now, they're dominating actual websites. It just converts more leads, it converts more traffic for their website. Um, me, in my personal opinion, websites are gonna be obsolete pretty soon. So yeah, a sales funnel it it guides the customer through the process that you want the customer to go through. Yeah, whether it's, it's less distractions, it, yeah, it's, it's less distractions and it's- It's easy. straight to the point. Straight to the point, yeah, I love that. Um, so you've mentioned uh, Grant Cardone and Robert Kawasaki, but who are some people that inspire you or who are some people that you kind of role model yourself and your brand after? Uh, Business-wise? Yeah. Um, honestly, um, Gary Vanderchuk. Gary Vanderchuk, man, is like my biggest role model. I watch him every day. I listen to his podcast as soon as I wake up. Because I really feel like, you know, what you listen to in the morning is how your, you know, your dopamine and how your day is going to go about. If you listen to something positive, your day is going to go positive. If you keep that mindset of it's going to go positive. Do you meditate? Every day. I do yoga. So, what do you, so walk us through your, your daily yoga routine. I wake up, 5 a.m., listen to 30 minutes to Gary Vanderchuk, hit the gym. Go to Planet Fitness. Then after that, come back home, make some breakfast, take a shower, do yoga for about 15 minutes. Um, after that, I'm straight to work. From then on, go. Don't get much sleep. I'm always working. All right, so Gary Vee, you've mentioned him. Um, he kind of talks about documenting. You know, if you're, if you're not creating something, then you need to document. Do you feel like there's been any sort of shift in between creating content versus documenting or what do you think is more important or why I feel like you know you got to create your brand and you got to build content every single day if you're not building content for your business or for someone else's business you're just failing I mean it's just it's just right now I mean even when 2018 starts if you're not already on this you know this this bridge right now to where everyone else is jumping on people are gonna you're gonna start falling off the ladder you got to keep up with what everyone else is doing you know what I mean? Yeah. So what do you recommend to your clients? I mean, do you, do you tell them, hey, you need to be on YouTube, you need to be on Snapchat, you Instagram? Be doing oh, I, I, I'm constantly pushing them, especially the swanky. Like, I'm constantly pushing, like, look, you need to make sure that you get, you know, your customers, like, everything. I'm talking promotions, discounts, whatever you can to make people feel like, look, this is, like, this is who I got to go with. I don't want to go with a competitor. I want to stick with someone that, you know, I've persistently been doing business with and not lose their services. Mm-hmm. So... Do you guys create these accounts for these people? Like, like you know, you go to a chiropractor, right? Mm -hmm. Or you go to a doctor or whoever. They don't know how to do stuff like that. So, I mean, do you create these accounts for them? Do you yep. do? Is that what you I build do? everything. And then how often do you post and all that? Every single day. 
how often do you feel like most companies should post and create content? I feel like, you know, like I said, you need to be putting out content every single day. Like if you're, you, there's no, there's no breaks. I feel like it's seven days a week. There's no five days, four days. It's seven days a week. So uh, how do you keep up with like the Facebook change, algorithm changes? What do you tell your clients about that? Uh, the, like the changes through Facebook, like yeah. the updates and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I'm, I'm constantly, you know, just if anything new that I'm learning, I'm constantly delivering like the new information that I found. And, you know, I, I mainly just make sure that they don't have to worry yeah. about learning something that they shouldn't have to know because I just do it myself and get my team to do it yeah cool. to make sure that you know it puts a lot less stress on them because i mean they you know every day it's like you guys you know you got your work you got to do you know they got so much work to do yeah it's just bit easier to outsource exactly it, let the experts do it. exactly everyone has a life man you know you got kids you got a wife you know you got everything going for yourself and you know less stress is better yeah which platform do you feel is given business owners the most bang for their buck you think it's facebook or youtube or facebook and youtube yeah mm-hmm and what makes you and say Instagram? That? Instagram right now is it's still pretty. I consider it brand new. Um, right now, I feel like Facebook is going to be or Instagram is going to be Facebook. What do you mean by that? Just... I, think about it. So when you go on Facebook Live, right? You know, you can do the same thing on Instagram, right? You can do stories, twenty-four mm-hmm. hour stories, and stuff like that. And you know, you can advertise on Instagram as well. And I see a lot of you know businesses and other product services that are actually putting out ads on Instagram. And I'm seeing that, I'm like, I see a shift coming. I see something that's gonna be a lot easier because people like to see videos, people like to see pictures. Instagram, you just swipe and you see one every second. Facebook, you know, you see different stuff. You don't just see pictures. Instagram is pictures and videos, that's it. And I feel like, you know, a lot of people can, you know, get in tune with that because it's a lot easier to see and it's more legible. And I feel like, you know, Instagram is gonna take over Facebook eventually. That's just my view on it. In terms of content development, okay, not not necessarily the amount of people on it, but just yes, I feel like people are on right now. If you look at it right now, more users are on Instagram every day more than Facebook. Really? Yep. Jeez, I did not know that. I wouldn't have thought that for sure. It's taken over, man. You know, a couple years ago when Instagram was just starting up, people thought Instagram was a joke. It was the same thing with Snapchat. Yeah, yeah. You know, something for the kids to do, but exactly. And I can, you know, I really, you know, put that on my people that I'm doing business with right now. I'm like, look, you need to get on Snapchat as well. Because Snapchat, I mean, it's still new. Yeah. I'm like, you know, if you take... And the, you know, demo- and the demographics are changing with yeah. Snapchat. Yeah, I mean, look oh. at all these new rappers yeah. like DJ Khaled, you know, Lil Wayne, all these different, you know, rap idols and just idols in general that are just taking this as a stronghold and using it for their best resources. Like I said, if you're not putting out different content, you know, Gary Vaynerchuk, he's literally documenting as soon as he wakes up till he goes to sleep every single day, seven days a week. And, you know, I feel like, you know, when people use that as a platform, it, it just, it, they're just, uh, they're invincible. Do you think videos are more effective than 100%, photos? 100%. Why is that? Just Because, it, you know, especially if you have a story behind a video, you know what I mean? You know, especially if it's a story, you know, behind, you know, you got the face of the company and you're speaking to your customers. Like, you know, you're giving them the real deal. This is what it is. This is how I'm going to improve your business. Whatever it is. It's really, you know, in depth with someone. It draws people in. It's like when you're on TV, right? You see a commercial. Like, you know, I just saw this water pick this morning, right? It's like better than you use an actual string floss. I was thinking, man, I just saw this and it was a 15 second commercial. I got to go buy it. Because I hate using string floss. Yeah, so do <laughs> yeah. I. Yeah. Um, okay. This is crazy just thinking about it because it, it, you know, everything that you see everywhere you go, 
people are advertising. People are trying to go and just get something new out and get people to purchase it. Do you feel like if like if someone came to you and said I'm gonna start making videos, should they put it on YouTube or Facebook? Everything. The same video for the Yeah, I mean especially you know if you if yeah, I you know, I encourage just anybody, if you don't know how to do something, definitely outsource it if you have the funds. Yeah. It just makes things a lot easier. Well if you don't have the funds. If you don't have the funds, then, you know... I, Late night Google? Yeah. I encourage that. You know, I feel like, you know, everyone that, you know, feels like, you know, they can't do something, the resources are out there. You can go on the internet and go find something that you want to do, but you might not have the money to do it. You can go out and do it if you really sit down and want to actually do it. Mm-hmm. I don't really consider anyone that says, you know, this is impossible. You can't do this. There's no excuse. It's like me when I was doing it. Yeah, I had a friend of mine that taught me, you know, the ropes of it, but I actually put the work in to actually learn the process. I wasn't sitting there, he wasn't holding my hand saying, Christian, man, you need to learn this. Like, I took it upon myself and I was like, I'm going to do this. You know, I got my mom, I got my dad, I got my family right now that, you know, I let down when I dropped out of college. I can't let them down again. This is my life. I got to actually make an impact, you know, right now for everybody. You know, no one steps in my way. You know, I wasn't going to listen to someone that says, you know, this is impossible. No, it's because you actually haven't tried to actually make the attempt to do it. Yeah. That's awesome, man. What you got, Brian? So, so my question to you, Christian, you're pitching these business owners. What's, what's the, what's their number one, what's their number one problem or, um, concern when hiring a digital marketer? The number one concern is, you know, how much is the cost going to be? And I always, you know, like right now, I'm encouraging a lot of business owners, like, look, let me just do your businesses and show you results for free. Like 100%, let me do it for a month. If you're satisfied after that, you know, we can consult and talk about, you know, future proposals that we can come up with to see, you know, where your budget stands. And I like what you do there because you offer the service first for free. Yes. And so you're providing value so they know where you're coming from. They yes. know that you're not just going to, you know, take their money and run. 100%. You're actually, t- that's that's very smart. And not a lot of people do that. I mean, no. They should. Yep. You know, you know I, I just don't believe, you know, a lot of businesses out there, especially digital marketing agencies, do it completely different. You know, they want the money instantly. And they wonder, you know, they end up bankrupt or they're not, you know, doing is better as other competitors. But me, I'm in it for the brand. I want me to be known as a person that changed other people's lives and not making them hit rock bottom. You know, because I'm in it to help people, 100%. I'm in it, you know, this isn't, obviously I want to be successful, everyone does. But I'm, I'm more in the game to help people instead of just helping myself. I've always been that person. You know, if you needed something, I would go out of my way and make it happen for you. Well, you know, and that comes back. You know, that, that's a boomerang. Yeah. You put that out in the universe. You put that, those positive vibes out, and that, it comes back to you. Yeah, yeah, 100%. 100%. It's always came back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so why, I'm curious, why did you, why is it not Christian Cifuentes marketing instead of paving lives? I mean, is there... Paving uh, lives instead of Christian Yeah, Cifuentes. Why is there a strategy behind that? Like, why, why didn't you do it the other way? Um, I just kind of wanted to, you know, I didn't really want it, my name, like actually on the front name of the brand. Obviously, I am the owner and CEO of Payment Lives, but I wanted something where they, like, when they saw they were searching for, you know, help or looking for a digital marketing agency or marketing consultant agency, I wanted them to see something that was going to draw them in mm-hmm. and actually be like, man, this is like, I got to check these guys out. You know, Paving Lives, when I first came up with the name, you know, well, first, before that, Retract, you know, 
I never really had a name I was going to go about it. I really didn't know I was going to turn this into this at first. Because this website, I built it myself. Every piece it's of lovely. content it's a lovely that's website. on there is my words. Every single thing, the design, my words, 100%. And, you know, before all that, you know, I was thinking, like, what am I going to really do about a name, though? You know, like, you know, I was doing all this research. I can't copy anyone's name, you know, obviously. And I was like, I got to put my own brand out there. And I just came up with Paving Lives, and I just kind of thought about it as, you know, a road. You know, when a new road is getting developed and starting up from nothing, you know, it's that process that I guide a new customer or client through that shows them, you know, how, like, beautiful the end of the road is when it's actually fully developed and, like, changes their life completely. Somebody's cutting onions in here. God. Got, got me emotional. So what about, what's some of the software that you use? I mean, what are some of the programs that you actually use to build your website and to make these funnels and to record your videos? I mean, can you talk about kind of your tools of Titans? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I use uh, mostly uh, WordPress right now for building um, websites. That's actually a WordPress website that I built for myself. Um, so I mostly do that for website development. Um, as far as photos and videos, I use a special software, Adobe Photoshop. And then I use a video editing software also that I use. Um, which, which one? What, for uh, um, Adobe? No, the, for the video Sony editing. Vegas. Oh, okay. Sony Vegas. Um, so I use that as well. Um, as far as advertising and strategizing, I mostly stick with ClickFunnels. ClickFunnels. And Infusionsoft for my email marketing. I also oh, provide okay. that for all my customers, Infusionsoft. That actually collects, lets them collect all the data uh, retargeting, um, if people are actually clicking on emails for offers and they're actually going through the process of actually closing it and doing it. What's retargeting mean? Uh, retargeting to me is, you know, if someone clicks on something and, you know, they, they get some on there, obviously the first page or whatever it is, if they don't fully go through the process of it, I find them a better offer and get, you know, this whole another funnel set up for them with a completely different setup and get them to tune into that one. But I have this process and the setup to where I can find out who exactly clicked on it and get reach out back to them with either a better offer or just something completely different. Because I'm going to, like, you know, when I see someone do it, I figure, look, if I don't hop on this, it's a missed opportunity. You know, they might have seen it and they might have been busy. They might have been, you know, taking care of the kids while they were just browsing around on it. And they weren't fully just, like, digesting, like, what I was having to offer to them. You know? And that happens, you know. People, that, I mean, think about it, think about it yourself. You're on, you're on Facebook, and you see this awesome real estate uh, course, or leads, or whatever, and you want to, you have every intention on buying it. The daughter starts to cry upstairs. Yep. Oh crap! And by the time you get there, you're like, uh, by the time you get back down to the computer, your attention's elsewhere. So a retargeting ad, if I'm hearing you right basically has another offer that said, hey, I noticed that you didn't purchase the, or I noticed that you were on my site, something happened, I wanna give you this offer again, or I wanted to give you this new offer. Life gets in the way. Yeah. Easiest way to put it, you know, like, you know, I feel like, you know, if someone's gonna click on it, they obviously caught their attention, like I was saying before. So I'm not gonna lose that opportunity. You know, I feel like, you know, that person could actually really use this, use it as a gift, whatever it may be. Um, you know, I'm gonna hundred percent behind it. I'm on the ball. Awesome, man. What do you think about Russell Brunson and all those guys? Well, I gotta shout out to Russell Brunson, man. He made this happen. Uh, it's it's made it incredible. So, uh, uh, Christian, who who is Russell Brunson for those who who aren't listen or who are listening and they're like, what's he talking about? Who's Russell Brunson? Russell Brunson, man, was the creator of uh, ClickFunnels. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's the one that made this thing happen, man. Um, 
a very lot of, good marketing, man. Very yeah. good at marketing. And um, at first, everyone was kind of like, what is ClickFunnels? Yeah. You know, like no one, everyone kind of thought it was a joke, just like I was speaking about earlier. And over, the, you know, this years that it's developed, it's it's been insane. It's produced millions and hundreds of millions of dollars for business owners. So ClickFunnels actually has made, last time I checked, 93 people millionaires. Did yeah. you know that? Yeah. That's insane. Is there? I mean, there is. it's more than just the software. It's, I mean, he's, it's kind of changed the way business is done. I mean, you can do affiliate marketing through ClickFunnels, uh, so you can promote ClickFunnels and actually get paid for it. Mm -hmm. So if you, so if I, I'm an affiliate, so full disclosure, I'm an, I'm an affiliate, right? So if I come out and I want to, and I want to share this awesome product with other business owners, I can put an affiliate link inside my status update or whatever, say, hey guys, check out this link. Russell Brunson is going to help you promote your business. It's going to help you get more sales. If they click on that link and they make a purchase, I automatically get a percentage, like 40% of, of, uh, of each transaction. And a lot of – I mean that's made 93 people millionaires in, in the past couple years. Yeah. That's, ins like, that's insane. I know someone personally that yeah. actually is a millionaire, Adam Winning from Global Dream Builders. I'm actually an affiliate for him as well. Cool. Mm -hmm. And that's not even including like the business owners like – that you people are helping you people. Yeah. <laughs> that you people, you marketing people are helping, you know, like, you know, paving their lives, like you said. So that's awesome. Man. I think, I think, you guys. I, I keep saying you guys. I'm just, but no, uh, <laughs> I think it's because we're sitting on the opposite end of the, end of the table. Oh, maybe, yeah. But um, now I forgot what I was going to say. I've realized. So the, what business owners real, need to realize is. It's basically two. It's a different market. The stuff that you know, as far as marketing, even five, two, three years ago, the, the landscape's changed. It, and you know, get with people like Christian and, and let 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 them do it for you. And you know, if you can afford it, and you're gonna your business is gonna explode because the attention. They, Christian and his company, they're at where where all the attention is at. They're on Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat. So yeah, it's it's time to start thinking like 2018 and not 1998. Got to make the change today. The madman. Um, all right. Anything else? Um, let's see. What else you want to talk about, Christian? We'll edit this out. Uh, we'll talk about anything. You know, just about anything. Okay, keep going. Have you seen uh, I'm Not Your Guru, Tony Robbins? I have. Yes. Yeah. How do you How do you like that? I loved it, man. Yeah. How, uh, have you Have you studied any Tony Robbins or anything? I actually went to one of his events. This one pass in Charlotte? Yeah. Yeah, Chris and I were there. Yeah, we did no way. Yeah, the, uh, what was it called? Uh, what was it called? I, I had all those, Tony came on at the end. I yeah, had all those Marcus Lemonis. Uh, it, it was uh, Ignite Your... Who was that one dude that was just all about himself? Oh, who was that guy? Uh, <sighs> you're talking about, um... Can't believe I forgot his name. He didn't stop talking about it. Good like, Lord. All it was was pictures of him and other people. I was like, man, enough, yeah, dude. Um, Come on. Yeah. Um, but anyways, um, let me ask you this. Perseverance. You're a young guy. You're 20. Right. What kind of perseverance have you had to endure in your life? Uh, what kind of perseverance? Is that the right word? I guess, I guess right. obstacles. What kind of obstacles have you been faced with that you've overcome? You've persevered and you overcame. I've faced um, a, hundreds of obstacles. Um, you know, and you know, I found through you know obstacles that just made me stronger. Especially you know the family I grew up in. My father was actually an alcoholic, raging alcoholic. Um, your biological father? Yeah, my real father. And, um, you know, that was tough. You know, my parents were divorced when I was seven years old. And that was a really big 
turning point for me in my life. Like I went through years of depression and, you know, I was just going to school for about six years, just with my head down, you know, just getting bullied and you got bullied. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Well, younger being a kid. Yeah. You know, Everybody gets bullied at some point. You know, yeah. But, you know, it's at first it was it was tough. <laughs> Brian, you not present company excluded, I guess. Present company excluded. <laughs> Remember that time just, Ricky Franklin beat you up? He I had beat to stop the, the fight. Breaks off of me. He kicked, he kicked, Yeah, he beat my. Yeah. You've never seen somebody <laughs> get beat up like Brian. It wasn't that bad. Yeah, you just said. Well, don't make it sound like you know. I was in third. We were in third grade. First of all. Yeah, but he was beating you up. It's irrelevant. But he had—he was the type of kid. I was in third grade. You know, I'm not—I'm not the tallest guy. He—he—he he, he had the body of a sixth grader. Let's yeah, be, let's yeah, be honest. That's true. And he had three older brothers. Who? So he's used to getting beat up. Oh, he's used to—he's yeah. 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 But why don't you tell tell the audience about you know Brian Kincaid? I beat him up. Why don't you tell about Thomas Riggs? Why don't you share the good stuff? You don't just tell me like <laughs> me getting beat up. Now everybody watching thinks I'm a, a winkling. A what? <laughs> a weakling. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure what you said. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> Interrupted Christian's uh, story about yeah, obstacles. All, good, all right, Christian, man. Why don't you take the last minute or so and uh, and take us home, remind us who you are, what you do, and how people can get in touch with you. So, guys, um, I really encourage everyone to really, you know, hop on this opportunity of, you know, hearing what I'm speaking about, you know, to really improve your business, um, you know, to excel you to the really the biggest next level in your life. Um, I've changed a lot, you know, a couple lives doing this so far that I'm just looking to find hundreds or thousands of people more that I can just change their lives as well. You know, I'm, I'm constantly working. You know what I like about you is it's it's not about the sale with you. Like, I, I feel like, you know, you you are on a mission. You want to impact as many lives as you can. You don't you're not in it about just making a quick sale and moving on. You're you're about impact. It, it, it's coming through like very authentic, authentically, mm-hmm. very authentic. Yeah. Is it authentically or authentic? I don't know, Brian. I think it's authentic. I, I wasn't listening to the entire sentence, i got to be honest with you. <laughs> okay. But anyway, you're an, you're an authentic guy, and it comes through. So totally there keep doing go. what you're doing. All right, Christian, man. Wait, tell them how they can get in touch with you. Well, guys, if you just go to my website, it's www.pavinglives.com. Check us out anytime you guys can. Um, you, my personal cell phone number is 803-431-4312. You can also read me, reach me at my email. It's success at pavinglives.com. Um, if I don't get to the phone, you can definitely just leave a message and let me know what you guys are struggling with or what I can do to help you improve your business. And I look forward to speaking with you guys. Awesome, man. Appreciate it. Thanks for coming on the Jones. Thanks so much, man. I Link really will be in the show notes, right, Chris? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Good deal. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks so much for listening to the Jones Zone Podcast with Chris and Brian Jones. We'll catch you on the next episode.